Movie Sucktastic is a podcast about bad movies and the people that love them. But it's more than just a podcast. It's an, also an online presence. If you want to know more about Movie Sucktastic or want to become a part of Movie Sucktastic, you can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter, at Movie Sucktastic. You can find our blog at boothreviews.blogspot.com. Or if you want to give your own reviews that we might use on the show, you can go to reviews.moviesucktastic.com and check out our, our own little lunch.com community for Movie Sucktastic. Check us out and become a part of the show because the only thing more fun than a bad movie is sharing it. In this hospital, your next visit may be your last. All visitors, please leave the hospital. Dr. Len. Visiting hours so frightening you may never recover. Starring Lee Grant, William Shatner, Linda Pearl. You're listening to Movie Sucktastic. Sucktastic. Tonight, Scott's Hello. challenge to me. Hello, Scott. Scott's challenge to me was visiting hours. Which, and why uh, did I challenge? And why did I challenge you to visiting hours? Uh, because of my challenge to you of Total Recall, which your challenge was strictly Michael Ironside. And do you need any other reason besides no, I, Michael I, Ironside? I, I, I fucking love Michael Ironside. And <laughs> even he couldn't save this fucking movie. Now, I, as, I, as I've said before with Visiting Hours, is, is, uh, William Shatner is in the film as well, but he's, he's mm-hmm. got a very uh, brief role. So you come for the Shatner, but you stay for the Ironside. Or as the... Um... As the guy in the trailer says, William Shatner. 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 Because there is no known cure for murder. <laughs> uh, this was uh, 1982. Um, well, and first of all, can, can I just can I just say how disappointed I am in how there was zero nudity in this film? <laughs> well, the interesting thing about the movie is that I mean he's uh, a, he's an abusive 
uh, he he hates women. He's abusive. He, he I really mean, does not like he women. Just fucking hates them. He he's got not, he's not even not even mm. partial nudity. <clears throat> so watch no, this no, with he, your watch with watch this with your parents. Yeah, he, he definitely has, has some other issues. Um, well, the film was released in 1982. Yeah. Uh, which, so it's around the same time as Halloween 2. It's jumping onto the slasher bandwagon of the late mm-hmm. 70s, early 80s. Um, this film is, is renowned mainly because it is one of the video nasties, as they were called when England started banning all these horror films. And it's also the first video nasty that was ever shown on television. Uh, the station that showed this movie was actually uh, fined for showing it uncut, accidentally, I believe. Oh, really? Well, right. They didn't have much now, to worry about with you know not having nudity. Oh no, it was well video nasties. It was purely about the the violence was the concern. And uh, show me it's a boob interesting. here or there. Come on. What? Show me a boob here or there. Come on. Yeah. Well, you know, you, you, I got, don't know. you got to see some. Maybe maybe scantily. I'm just too used to. You know, 80s slasher films having that. I don't know. Or, or, or you're just a misogynist. One of the two. Could be. Could be. Could be. I've never seen this film, by the way. This is the first time I've ever seen it. I, I know. That's one of the reasons I, I made you... Uh, I challenged it, because you hadn't seen it. Now, and the, the interesting thing is, during that period, a lot of the negative press that horror films were getting, and possibly rightly so, <laughs> was that they were considered very misogynistic and that they were uh, supposedly... The, the the pleasure watching these films was derived from watching women uh, tortured, injured, killed, uh, even though that's probably not the case for most people. Right. Now, with this film, whether uh, whether or not you believe uh, the, the writer, Brian Taggart, uh, he says that he got the idea of the, the of the plot line from uh, Lee Grant, who's the star of the show, the, the female lead which, of the movie. Which, um, which will lead me in uh, the direction of your challenge later on. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. <clears throat> I'm gonna guess disaster film, but <laughs> well, but, we'll see. Uh, the, the whether or not it's because of that or just because he realized, like you know, a lot of these smart producers did, or, or, or you know, filmmakers, screenwriters, what have you, in the time period, that you had to have some reason to put violence towards women on the screen. And with the backlash against violence towards women on the screen, right. uh, this whole movie is based on the idea of feminism. Okay. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Sure. And Lee, can Lee I just Grant's can character? I just point out uh, how oh, much. Uh, that our uh, streamer live stream blows major fucking donkey dick. Why? Wow, what did it do now? It decided for no apparent reason that I didn't need to be, uh, you know, in in the mixer so that people could hear my voice in the video. I had to add it. Why does it do that? Because it doesn't like you. I'm the fucking tech, and I don't know why it does it. For no reason, it just. Yeah, I I think we should be looking towards Vimeo or something like that. At least for I, posting it. Was actually, I I think we should be looking towards just going straight through YouTube. Yeah, good luck with that. Since they 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 ban our movie review show whenever we post it because we show clips from the movies. Yeah, I do think though 
I do think, though, that if we go through YouTube and we establish our show uh, with them, you know, actually sign up, all the logistics and everything, they're not going to ban it anymore. Yeah, well, it's worth a shot, then. It's worth Let's a see. shot. It really is. All right, I'm all sorry. Right. Continue. I didn't mean to interrupt. No, no, no. Uh, um, Lee Grant's character, uh, Deborah Ballin. Mm, Ballin. <laughs> yeah, she's a she's ballin', all right. She's a feminist newscaster who we start off the show. <laughs> when Michael Ironside walks in the room uh, near the end of the film, she, that's what she does. Like that uh, noise for like five straight seconds. Well, she, she's scared. Okay. Uh, all right. Sure. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, we see at the beginning uh, dressing down uh, Michael J. Reynolds playing Port- Porter Hallstrom, who I could have sworn was like a young Clue Gulliger for a few minutes. And so I actually had to look it up to make sure it wasn't a young Clue Gulliger, and, and I probably should have known he, he wasn't half as cool as, as Gulliger is. Um, but she, yeah, she's on a newscast, and and William Shatner is the uh, producer of the television show, and right. uh, her her husband, and because of her her vocal uh, her her vocal defense of abused women, which you know I guess is kind of controversial in the eighties. <laughs> <laughs> she and, and even though it's eighty two, it really has a seventies feel to it. It's really oh like yeah. A, well, we talked about that too. Uh, yeah. A lot of the films in the early eighties, even to almost the mid eighties, uh, had the decade before. It's just because it 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 goes from one to the other, and they it takes a while to get out of uh, certain filming techniques and the way actors and, and actresses you know portray themselves on the screen. Yeah. And and we like to think of you know the decades as time is in like ten year chunks, but it's not like everything flips the minute you go from one to the next. That's just our presu- exactly. presumption. Yeah. Uh, so Michael Ironside, he he's a guy with serious mother issues who doesn't like the fact that uh, Lee Grant's character is defending battered women because Michael Ironside likes to batter women. <laughs> yeah. And so he goes to her house and batters her, uh, dressing up in her uh, jewelry. Yeah, that was weird. A nice, a nice cross little like a cross dressing thing going on at the beginning. I will give the writer that much. He tried to do stuff with the Michael Ironside character that was uh, interesting, and it wasn't just uh, oh he's a psycho. And he gives just enough background. Like there's like three flashbacks: one with him, his father wrestling him in the in the mud, trying to make him drink a beer and having fun. Right. And then the other flashbacks are his mother pouring like scalding water or oil on the father because he was slapping her around. Right. And so, of course, he hates his mother now because she attacked his his poor father, his hero, his hero, <clears throat> his alcoholic, spousal abusing hero. Cats in the cradle. <laughs> no, oh, it burns! Not, it burns! Not one of those moments. <laughs> not one. Not not one of those moments. Yeah. And so, Michael Ironside, after she he wounds her, uh, he he. Uh, he escapes, and they put who, her in a hospital. Who, who, by the way, he's terrible at it. <laughs> oh, oh, he's so bad. He's, he was, he's the like, worst. She's in the hospital, and he manages to kill everybody he bumps into at the hospital except her. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, here's a nurse, Pam. Oh, I'm in the wrong room. Let me just kill this person. Oh, you know, it's just... This old lady he, that's practically catatonic, she's seen me. <laughs> she must <laughs> die now. But I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to have her uh, have a little heart attack there because she's so scared. Now, I mean, now, when 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 we first meet him at her at at uh, Lee Lee Grant's house, the the two things I wanted to point out is that he killed the maid, but apparently she was a horrible maid. Yeah. 
So that's okay. Yeah. And you know I'm, what, I'm, too? Uh, real quick. And I'm disappointed that I that I wasn't right. I really thought that that parrot was going to play a, a small part in the plot. It's like, he did it! Really? Michael Ironside! It's Michael Ironside! I swear to God, because the movies, it's a bad film. I mean, <laughs> there, there's there's no question about that. And I'm just like, are they going to do something with this parrot? <laughs> <laughs> I was I was expecting it, and it didn't happen, and I was a little disappointed. Uh, it would have been oh. one of those things where if we were watching it live, which is something that we're still working on doing, uh, uh, and we're going to do it, if we were watching it live, I would have said, oh, yeah, that parrot's not going to play a part later in the film. That's what it would have been something I would have said. <laughs> Er, he's behind the curtain. Er, he's behind the curtain. It just—I don't know. I, I just. Well, what I liked about that scene is uh, when he walks in the. In, she barricades the door, and right. then she runs into like the kitchen or the closet, huge closet, and there's, she's got a window in the closet. Why do you have a window in the closet? You know what? Why is there a window in the closet? And, and I'm not gonna, you know, play architect here, but I, I if I was gonna guess, if you wanted a real answer, it would be. I don't. Oh, okay, then I'm not going to... Well, <laughs> not, I, I'm going in that direction. I have to say it now. There there probably wasn't a closet at one point. That, uh, Why they just, kept the window? I don't know. But no, no, that, it, that was a window built into a closet. That uh, That's... <laughs> But but when when he comes in, the parrot's walking around on the, on the bed, and it's ever so subtle. But when he walks by the parrot, the parrot's like hit, uh, waist level with him. He turns the one hand, not holding a knife, right, and kind of like it, it's almost like if it was a child, it would have been a motion like to stay back, like a defense, like I got this one, Polly. <laughs> yeah, I did it was notice just really that. Like, like uh, you're okay, bird. Take a step back. I got a job to do. She's <laughs> very subtle. Well, well, I took it two ways, and I don't know if it was just him putting his hand out, like like you said, like like as not part of the film, just like, all right, Bird, chill out. We're, we're, we've done this take 87 times because of you. Shut the fuck up, you know? Mm -hmm. Or it was meant to kind of convey that he might ha be doing something in that exact second, and then, of course, it fades out or just transitions no. to the next shot. No, it wasn't anything like that. It was just, okay. it was, I think it was just Michael Ironside said, all right, don't fucking bite me. Because <laughs> those things bite. Oh, yeah. Fucking parrots. They, they'll they outlive us. What's the average lifespan of a parrot? 60 to Too 80 long. years? It's like Too 60 to 80 long. years. Yeah, l less if you have a, like a freezer nearby. Fuck that. Freezer. Uh, <laughs> animal cruelty? No, that, I'm just kidding, of course. Of course. Yeah. Um... Now, Michael Ironside wearing the jewelry is interesting because Michael Ironside goes through uh, several fashion statements throughout this film as the misogynistic, <laughs> uh, mother-hating, uh, he-men, woman-haters club member slash serial killer. Right. The first time we see him, he's taking his shirt off and is dressed up in her jewelry and attacks her like that. Uh, although, when she runs and locks herself in the bedroom, he does take the time to take all the jewelry off and put his shirt back on. Right. Yeah, he does that. Yeah, and then he goes back and forth throughout the f film in a uh, in a kind of a biker motif, and a like a kind of a greaser look. And, yeah, uh, and the, apparently the uh, women yeah. love him. Well, <laughs> even, yeah, even though he's uh, yeah this violent douche. Well, 
No, women no, love him. And I thought this, and I thought this was done on purpose. Older women like him. Well, that young girl really was into him. Well, yeah, but what I'm saying is, like, it, before he takes the young girl up to his room and and rapes her, uh, hilarious scene by the way. Uh, the, not yeah, only no, is his no elderly nudity. landlord hitting on him, but then like the, the waitress who looks old enough to be his mother is like, "Yo, you gonna take me out sometime?" Does every is every woman over the age of fifty in this in this uh, film? <laughs> it's like half the proposition, Michael Ironside. <laughs> I, I think it kind of hit the the mother thing home a little bit, uh, but at, on a different level. You know, it was weird. Yeah. I don't know what they were trying to go for with that, but it's just everybody, any woman that showed an interest in him was old enough to literally be his mother. And maybe that's what they were trying to to go for, it, like you said. I, I think they well, I, they had to have because it's just too weird not to, you know, you're, you're doing the casting, and it's just a weird choice, especially for someone who has mother issues, for because well, he doesn't he doesn't react positively to it either. But right. I don't know, maybe. Well, well, like when he does take that young girl back to his apartment, um, and you know, <laughs> the, he like crushes a beer can between her legs and he's like, take it off. Well, and that's when we get. <laughs> And that's when we, when we get to see him in the uh, the sleeveless leather latex. vest. It's, no, that's a, like a, it's, no, it's, it's a not a vest. Yeah, it's a latex guinea tee. Is what it is. Late guinea tee, really? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the latex t-shirt. They're just called tees, everyone. In case you didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, but wife beater? Would you prefer wife beater? Better? Actually, actually makes more sense. It was latex wife beater, and. Uh, <laughs> And and that's an interesting fashion choice, and and the fact that he comes out dressed like that, and you know with Michael Ironside eyes, and she doesn't leave the room, <laughs> you know, definitely not the wisest choice. Lady, you didn't see scanners, shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, yeah, and you know he he crushes that beer can, and uh, gets beer all over, and he's just like, take it off, She's take like, it well, off. I don't want to take it off. And then he gets kind of rough, and she kind of likes it. And even after the whole ordeal of him raping her, which they don't even show, uh, no nudity. Like, again, no nudity. Don't, they sound don't, show so, it. don't sound so disappointed, Joey. I just wanted a little, little, little nudity. Really? Really? Just even a in a rape scene? Okay. Now, see, now you're starting to sound... I was just... Well, you know what? I'm watching. I'm like, this is probably the only shot I got at <laughs> a little nudity. I mean, I think but, Michael Ironside was thinking the same thing. You saw more of Michael Ironside than you saw of any chick in this film. Well, you saw him shirtless, so yeah, okay. Yeah, that's what. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Anyway, um, but she ends up at the hospital because he beat her up pretty good, and you know, bitter and all that stuff, and she doesn't want to even give him up because she knows. Or she's just telling the nurse that, eh, I'm a whore. What do you do? What are you going to do? It's what I do. You know, because she said, uh -huh. uh, what, you don't want to give him up? And she's like, right. nah, not really. Because she's street smart. She's street smart. I don't know you Take about care that. of stuff on, on your own terms. Right. Right. What she does yeah. by, they go back and trash the place. And that's when she she finds the little uh, the uh, death tableau, death mask he's made with pictures of people he's killed trying to get to Lee Grant's character. Yeah. 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 I mean, would you say yeah, the plot to this film is razor thin? Because I would. Uh, well, if, I, I mean, mean there's... I mean, the, pl the plot's there. I mean, it's, 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 
there's not much going on because well, most slasher films, Razor, the plot is just okay. There's a serial killer. At least this one has more of uh, more of a reason why he's doing it than as like a Freddy or a Jason, where it's just oh, it's what yeah. he does. So this guy has specific issues. He specifically hates Lee Grant because she's always on television defending women, and we know Michael Ironside does not, or his character does not like women. Uh, Colt Hawker is his character's name. Which is an awesome name for for Michael Ironside character. It's like you know when his father named him. It's like yeah, this kid, his name is gonna be Colt. He's gonna fuck up the world. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh man, you really just wanna the world all to yourself, huh? And he's like, uh, yeah. That'd be <laughs> I nice. Would. Yeah. That would be nice. I I'd like that very much. I like the touch that he has. He has framed all over his apartment letters he's written. Yeah. To to like to like reporter to the Lee Grant's character to to uh like judges. <laughs> just just an ang- he's he's like your your quintessential like uh angry far right uh but you know not he's not po- he's political because he's insane or you know mentally deranged not because he just you know hates democrats but he he's definitely anti everybody. Well yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, he doesn't just kill women. He also kills uh, the one guy at the hospital. That's right. Yeah. For no real, for no real reason. Yeah. Poor old Bernie. He looked like a. Yeah, I that, don't. I don't remember if it was, that was his name, but he looked like a Bernie. Yeah. It, there was really no reason to kill that character, but he he went for it with gusto. Sure. Yeah. Now, and and I, I we got sidetracked when I was talking about the fashion statements of Michael Ironside because don't forget after the scene where we have him in the. Uh, the le- the the uh, latex white beater, we right. also see him in a sweater vest when he visits your old dad. Yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, and, and uh, the... <laughs> I'm trying to figure out which which image creeps me out more: Michael Ironside in a latex T-shirt or Michael Ironside in a sweater vest, massaging his father, <laughs> his shoulders. Mm-hmm. But, like, dad, both, remember both... that time you beat up mom? <laughs> that was great. The nurse finds a picture of his mom and his dad, and he's like, "Where'd you get this?" <laughs> Promptly puts it away. I like I like the the wedding picture with the mother torn out of it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> he hates his mother. <laughs> yeah, they really they, they nailed it. They nailed that home. Oh yeah, they did a pretty good uh, job with that. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of dead wives. Oh boy! When William Shatner walks in the house and finds Lee Grant, who's supposed to be his wife, like bleeding on the floor. Yeah. This <laughs> is like Shatner. Get used to this. Oh shit! I see a pool in your future. And I didn't <laughs> even kill this one. What the hell? <laughs> uh, Shatner, William Shatner. <laughs> Awkward. Oh, the scene right here where he puts the uh, the, the magnet uh, on the side of his van, the big florist, bristle florist. Uh-huh. It's like he's driving a big black van with a magnetic sign on the side. No one is figuring this out. <laughs> I mean, they didn't go so far as to say that, you know, all the, the police enforcement in the film are incompetent because they don't have to. Hospital staff. Well, it's like he, this he guy's gets... running around. Everyone is seeing his face. I mean, it's just yeah, he, this this guy should not be walking around. He's in the hospital like three or four times, killing people before someone finally like catches them, and then he gets away in an elevator. 
leaving DNA everywhere. I mean, this guy is terrible. All right, it's the eighties. All right, it's the eighties. We didn't we didn't have fucking CSI running around. The fuck, in the we didn't. 80s. Not in that sense. And we nah, we, I, we were pretty good. Come forget, on, forget DNA. It's like he's he's in the ho- he's in the hospital. <laughs> we got you. He ducks in the elevator and then he's gone. The cop the the cops lost him. <laughs> Yeah, and it was. That's, what was there? And he leaves the was door it? open when he goes in, and he finds her. It's like, what more? What kind of a moron are you? What, where's where was the elevator chase scene? <laughs> how did you? How did he outmaneuver them in an elevator? And here's another question: At the end, when he finally finds Lee Grant, finally, finally gets to her, and uh, then decides to fuck around instead of actually kill her, and she gets away. When she gets in the elevator, some somebody, some janitor. Just goes in and overrides the elevator and takes it to the ba- basement. Oh yeah. Is that something that janitors that or you know building representatives what have you? Is that something that that happens regularly? People just uh, janitorial staff or uh, we'll just send the super, elevator to superintendent. the superintendent. Yeah, superintendent just goes. You know what? I'm bringing I'm bringing uh, elevator three down to the basement in a hospital. I'm not going to check. I'm just going to reroute this this elevator so it only comes to the basement. Does that happen like on no, a regular basis anywhere? Yeah, no. Unless, and I didn't really pay attention. I mean, I didn't think it was a service elevator that uh, patients or and or um, you know visitors would use. I didn't notice that, but yeah, no, that doesn't happen. It's an elevator in a hospital. It's 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 well, yeah. just you have to assume there might be a patient in it. I, I just seemed weird to me. Well, of I course. Mean, and, and there are a couple of inconsistencies like that in the film. I mean, nothing too drastic. A couple. You know, well, the biggest one is when the nurse that's trying to help Lee Grant, uh, played by, uh, um, oh, I have her, um, Linda, it's, Linda Pearl, uh, Linda Pearl, Linda Pearl, when he was uh, Australian, right? No, so who was Australian that I saw in the film? Oh, one of the well, the film's Canadian, Lenore Zan, Australia. Okay, yeah, never mind. You... Never mind. Okay. Um, oh, and and you know what's interesting too, Lee Grant. What? Um. Because again, you know, she'll play a part in your challenge. Um, she was fifty-eight when she did this film. Mm-hmm. According to her IMDb, she was born nineteen twenty-five. I didn't think she was that old when she did this movie. She doesn't look fifty-eight. She looks older, but not fifty-eight. So. And, and I and I, I I like that in the film. I like the fact that it's an older, it's a strong, it's a strong female lead. First of all, even though she spends most of the time crying and saying "Please help me," she's still a strong female lead. Right. And having an older strong female lead in a horror film—that's basically, you know, the whole basic plot is killing women. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's an interesting choice, and also, but it also makes her another mother figure too for Michael Ironside, which yeah. is a, it, which is a smart move. On the right, I mean, I I will give the writer credit on a lot. I I think I think most of where this film falls apart might be on the directorial side. Yeah, because the the screenplay doesn't have too much that's bad in it, and the few things that are bad screenplay wise, I can almost blame on production. This if they well, didn't if the, they, you know, didn't <clears throat> the director write the film as well. Uh, I know I know he edited the film himself. N- no, director no, was no. Jean Claude okay. Lord. Jean Claude Lord, yeah, he edited the film. You're right. Uh, Brian Taggart wrote the screenplay. Right, and Brian Taggart also wrote 
There's another screenplay he wrote that you might uh, be interested in. What? Wanted, Wanted Dead, or Alive. Dead or Alive. Yeah. That is, that is not my movie challenge to you, by the way. And Poltergeist 3. And so, Poltergeist 3. Yeah. But hey, that's the guy that, he, uh, that wrote Wanted Dead or Alive. I don't hate the screenplay to this film that much. It's it, Again, he does enough interesting things that a lot of slasher films weren't doing. Right. Uh, the weird thing with he has the little bell around his neck, which had kind of an Argento feel to it, where you know she hears the bells. I think he's here. Yeah. Even, but it's a really tiny bell, so I don't know. <laughs> Not like he's got a cowbell like hanging from his shoulders. Yeah. Right. I mean, but but like the one there's one thing that really jumped out at me is is the uh, Linda Pearl is the nurse. She rushes home because Michael Ironside calls the hospital. He's trying to get everybody away from. Lee Grant, because since he's botched trying to kill her so many times, now they have police security and they've locked down the entire hospital. And uh, so she goes back, the Linda, Linda Pearl runs back to her house because the incompetent police won't help her. And while she's there, he, he stabs her. Now, and he stabs her in the stomach. Abdomen. Yeah. Really yeah. low. Low abdominal shot. Kind of like the same spot he was stabbed in. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> I don't now, know. But He's I don't kind know if you heard, a, a pussy. I don't know if you heard it, but when the, the they get the ambulance to the house and they the orderlies are wheeling her to the ambulance, right? The one orderly says, "How's she doing?" And the other one says, "The blade broke a rib. Probably saved her life." <laughs> and then later in the hospital, they're actually, "Oh yeah, we have to get in here. Her her ribs are cracked from from the from the attack." Like he stabbed her in the stomach, <laughs> nowhere near a fucking rib. I, 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 and I, I can't blame that on the screenwriter. I have to blame that on the filmmaker who, during, when they shot the film scene, probably just told him to stab him there, and no one's paying attention to the the script. Yeah, and and the thing is too, you're right. Uh, nowhere near the rib, and if he got anywhere near the ribs, he probably could have, could have hit the liver, you know. Could have hit the pancreas, the gallbladder. It could, it could have hit so many. Oh, he could have. He could so hit any internal organ, really. I mean. Well, yeah, but yeah, no. The stomach's probably where you want to go with that <laughs> if you're going to try and live uh, through an injury. I'm a. Uh, oh, if you're trying to live. Oh, if you're trying to live, yeah, lower abdomen, maybe. Yeah, you know, depends. Yeah, it's going to suck, but. It, I mean, it won't be like Reservoir Dogs where you're you have five gallons of blood on the ground. I'm personally of the of the mind that if you're trying to kill a nurse, the throat's the place to stab. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. But I mean, that not that I've ever given that any major thought before. I hope not. But but the, that's what I would do. I think you're right. Yeah. Um, you know what's interesting? Because it's it's on the screen right here. I, Ironside is killing that the nurse. Uh, the 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 one that has a rating system for the men she's sleeping with. <laughs> yeah, it's like yeah, the Bob uh, Bob gets a two, cries during sex. It's like, <laughs> why is this in the film? <laughs> well, because she's an emasculating female character who trivializes men's sexual pursuits, so she has to go. She's gotta go. And that's I, the problem. <laughs> that's the problem with trying to make the film as a feminist. Uh, or then again, maybe not. Maybe maybe it's pointing out that these are the kind of women that get attacked. Women who uh, who demean men sexually. Women who like the uh, the girl he takes up to the apartment. 
Uh, and at least or, he took her to his apartment and raped her, which I thought or, was kind of sh- sh- uh, chivalrous. Or atheist. You know, atheist women. <laughs> what? That's a different podcast altogether. I thought you'd get it, but you didn't. No, I didn't. It's um, okay. No, I, I, I mean... All right, all right. I'm going to have to clarify that because obviously you think I'm a crazy person right now. Yeah. Uh, and you're the, stepping on my line, but anyway. The Pat Robertson audio you sent me. <laughs> you didn't even listen to it. Okay, that's fine. Okay. It, all right, yeah, to, to, totally. I, I, assumed, I assumed you listened to the and, audio, and, so when well, I threw and, that and, in there, I thought I'd get a chuckle. That's and all. And since nobody else knows what you're talking about, it would have worked perfectly. Yeah, okay. <laughs> all, all, all I'm saying is that he took her to his apartment to rape her instead of like in an alley or at her place or something. I thought that was very polite of him. I mean, oh, at least yeah. he, he learned some kind of manner, manners from his father and how to do things. The etiquette of, you know, of rape. Sure, and if he took her anywhere else, uh, he probably wouldn't have been able to restrain her as well, and she might have said something. You never know. Uh, I, I think he could have restrained her in an alley just as well as he did in his room. Not like he tied her down or anything, he just held a knife to her. It's not, it's not intricate. There's not no. a series of uh, levers and... and uh, well, we're not going to rewrite the film. He probably would have ended up having to kill I her. I can rewrite the film. Anal- I yeah, I'm, I'm sure you could. If we did, we did, we'd definitely have to give more air t- screen time to the parrot. <laughs> the parrot <laughs> def- Stay out of the hallway. <laughs> Stay out of the hallway. <laughs> also, Shatner would have to have some more screen time. Shatner is, is the... Sure. I, I think he's the second build. Lee Grant's first billing. Uh, I think Shatner got second billing. And he's only in the film for maybe yeah. five or ten minutes. He as already the husband. had two Star Trek films under his belt at that point. He was a big star. Yeah, and and this, so this is kind of like a walk on for him. He just he he probably has three scenes with his wife. Uh, not you know, one when he yells at her, then when he finds her uh, nearly dead. Damn it! Better luck next time. Then when he comes to visit <laughs> the the hospital and eats soup while he's talking to her. Yeah. And then at the end, where uh, he somehow gets involved with the police on the investigation. Because he's a television producer, so of course the cops are going to let him into a crime scene. Right. Obviously. Exactly. <laughs> Obviously. They're a little more loose in the 80s, I guess. Well, yeah. You're stepping all over my crime scene. Ah, who cares? Go ahead. Yeah. But, uh, the, the one place the writer loses, though, is that he kills, like, all people outside of the realm of what Michael Ironside is against. Oh, yeah. I think that's what I'm kind of getting at. Is he does kill the slut, and he kills the promiscuous uh, emasculator, uh, but then he kills an old person that he walked in on it. He kills the wrong person. For his first time in the hospital, he goes in the wrong room. Yeah, this is the goes old lady. The, room. the one like, he, oh. he just gives her a heart attack by staring at her. No. No. Which one he, are you talking uh, about? First time in the hospital was the old lady. Yeah, for, all right. Yeah, first time in the hospital is the old lady. He goes to the wrong room and cuts the air hose on her and then looks in to see who it is and says, oh, I cut the air hose on the wrong person because I didn't look first. But since he's already cut her air hose, he sits down and takes pictures of her while she's dying. Right. Yes. Right. We already talked yeah, about no, this. What? I thought, I thought we talked about this already. No. Whatever. I thought we did. I thought we we mentioned right. that he he went in uh, to the wrong room and he killed right. the old lady yeah. and just watched yeah, yeah. her have a heart right. attack. 
Yeah, but not heart attack. She, her, he cuts her life support. She dies from that. He, she, he doesn't make her have a heart attack. Okay, well, that's that's all arrest. I'm saying. That's all. And, and then then he waits around for the nurse to come back and then kills her. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yes. And and then after after all that, after these two people have been killed in the room that Lee Grant was originally in, nobody makes the connection except Lee Grant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's after me. I know it. He thought it was me. Ah, you're crazy, lady. Oh, no one's after you. Come on. We're well, prepping you for surgery. Yeah. <laughs> and, and you know what? When they prep you for surgery, I didn't realize uh, uh, you were awake that long. I wouldn't know. I, I, I avoid that like the plague. Well, as anyone should. But she's just mm-hmm. like, no, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> and then they just they put her under. Like I didn't realize that the you got wheeled in awake. I didn't realize that happened. Well, in, mo- in movies it does because it's more dramatic. I guess so. This director yeah. went on to do nothing but TV stuff. Yeah, it, it definitely has a TV director feel to it. Yeah, definitely. Nothing, nothing new there. The only other major uh, film release he's done, as far as I could see, was Eddie and the Cruisers Two. Eddie Lives. Oh, the sequel? Yeah. <laughs> the sequel. That was all him. Wow. Wow. Yeah, that, cuz that was a film that demanded a sequel. Yeah, and that's one of those movies where uh, you know, he's hiding out. Uh all he did was grow a mustache and no one knows who he is. Well, yeah. <laughs> you ever see Eddie and the Cruisers 2? I never saw Eddie and the Cruisers 1. I liked Eddie and the Cruisers part 1. I'm sure you did. I did. Well, anyway, Eddie and the Cruisers 2, he you know, uh, spoiler alert, he fakes his death in the first film. And in the second film, he grows a mustache, and no one knows who he is. Then, at, at some point in the film, shaves the mustache. And everyone's like, I thought you were dead! Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> this is what we're doing? Maybe, th- maybe they were all just pretending, because they, 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 they liked him. Like, oh, you know, he's, he's doing that whole hiding thing, just pretend. Yeah, Maybe. Maybe. Like if William Shatner grew a mustache and and he was in the movie, you'd be like, oh, "Who's this? Who's this interesting young actor? Who's this guy? Who's this guy? He's got he's got moxie. I like his I, I like his he's got spunk. I like that. I like that. I'm a rocket man. <laughs> uh, so and then, I mean, at the end of the film, yeah, uh, you have a cat and mouse chase where eventually Lee Grant kills. Michael Ironside, yeah. and they make a point of it too. Where yeah, 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 we we have a woman who was uh, attacked, and the reporters are like vicious about her. Like, well, does this change your stance on uh, on your uh, anti? Does this change your opinion on uh, violence? Are you, are you gonna waver in your anti-violence stance? It's like, oh, because she was abused. No, I think people that are attacked violently are usually still anti-violence, especially when the violence is upon them. Right. <laughs> But the, and they're trying to push it to the idea that uh, that well you know would you would wanted to do violence on him? It's like, well, it's called self defense. I the, the 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 leading the leading questions from the reporters have no real basis in reality on what you would have for a woman that was just a, assaulted in her house. <laughs> and, but they do kind of they, they kind of lay this kind of weird uh, supposedly character arc where at the end she stabs Michael Ironside to save her in self defense because she's trying to attack him. Uh, it's supposed to be this. It's 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 like Death Wish, but on a minor level. 
Yeah. You know, going going from a bleeding heart liberal to a vigilante. This is just going to, oh, I'm against abused. I, I'm against uh, spousal abuse too. Yeah, I'm going to stab the guy that's trying to abuse me. There's not really an arc there. No. But when no she nudity. does it, when she do, <laughs> again, Michael Ironside, bet. <laughs> Michael Ironside, best death faces ever. Oh yeah, his faces are great. I love his death faces. Oh, I mean, oh, and he was—he uh, wasn't that well known. Um, I mean, he did scanners, and people knew him from that. But he was just really starting to uh, come into his own as the crazy guy that you got for your movies, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and his part in scanners wasn't that big either. Yeah, he, he, he had. Well, I would say time, sp- time-wise, yeah. But he was a very impacting character when you. Oh yeah, you know, huge. In the scenes he was in. Huge. Yeah. One of the most iconic scenes in in film history. Uh, with um, in horror film history. It, okay, I'll give you that. I mean, it it, it it really it stands out against all films in my. You're opinion. not going to see it during an Oscars montage. Let's put it that way. You, oh God, you know how much respect I'd give the Oscars, the Academy, if they did do that. You mean you'd give them some respect? If they did no, no, that. no, that, no, no. I'd give them respect because that means someone cool is running the fucking show now. Yeah, good luck with that. But no, that's, that's why I say it ain't happening. It ain't happening. That's why I say it's an iconic scene in horror films, just because that's the reason I point yeah. that out. I mean, you couldn't pick up a Fangoria magazine, you know, without oh, seeing yeah. it. Oh yeah, yeah. But the two things that bother me—I mean, I, mean mm. I love it, but I love his—and his death faces faces go in waves. It's like oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's just... and and the mouth, the way his lips <laughs> curl over his teeth. Yeah, especially when she like pushes like, like after she she stabs him initially, he like he looks down at her like he's gonna do something, and she just like shoves it in deeper, and he does like yeah. one of the eyes. Oh, but <laughs> after she kill when she kills him, he's go, he's checking all these uh, showers in the hospital in this area, mm-hmm. and he's yanking them down one by one, and he goes to yank one down, and she stabs him through the curtain. So she goes, bam, through the curtain into him. So then the curtain falls down, and, and he sees her. When she backs him up against the door, you know, pushing the knife deeper, deeper in, suddenly the curtain's on the floor behind them. Uh, okay, I didn't really notice. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I didn't she really notice. She stabs him through the curtain, and then next thing you know, magic act, curtains got, magic curtain's on the floor now. Movie mistake, or do you think that was uh, an extended no, movie- scene? No, movie mistake. Because well, she doesn't pull the knife out and put it back in them again. No, no, it, I, okay. <laughs> that breaks the flow. And but then, even then, what's even worse is you go to her where she finds her husband, you know, Shatner, and everything's okay. And then the last shot of the film is Ironside on his back looking up. But yeah. when he finally dies, he He's dies face down, face down right. hugging her shoe, <laughs> hugging a high heel shoe and a switchblade. And like his face is down on the ground, so well, how did he get on his back? Yeah, well, nobody flipped him over. I think like they sure. wanted that one final image, and they just said, "Well, fuck it." And that's why I say I, I, th- I think any major flaws in this film are from production value. A uh, screenplay could have been a bit tighter and a bit more focused on the on the theme, but I don't think the screenplay ruins the film too much. It's, it's, as far as slashers go, it's not bad. No, it's not that it, it's bad but it's there's been worse like for instance on imdb it's got a 5.3 
I think that's deserved. You, you think uh, we'd go five? Yeah, I think five is average for that. I think it's an average film. I don't think it's. I, there, there's you know, it, it shows the the uh, the rushed production that you got from that time period where they're just cranking out horror films. Yeah. Uh, and, and I mean, when you watch something like this, it's it's hard because you. you you kind of think from a fan perspective of movies as things of passion, things of emotion, things that, oh, we want to get that out there. And you're always looking for the coolness or the, the emotional impact or the, the just the awesomeness that would be there. And you watch a film like this and you can't, you can't imagine anybody being really excited about it. Like, I, I can't imagine getting the script or reading it and going, wow, I'm excited to be a part of this. This is one of those films that makes you realize that the entertainment industry is a job. And people making movies are just making movies because you have to have movies out there. Yeah. And, and so, like, there's nothing in this, you know, I mean, this, the, the writer tried to do something a little different with it, but there's nothing groundbreaking or original or deep about this film that you can see anybody thinking, it's like, oh, I can't, I, I hope I hope they pick me. Yeah. Shatner, you know, Shatner doesn't give a shit. Nobody, Michael Ironside only gives a shit because he, he's, he does creepy sadistic really good i don't even think he's acting <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's one of he's one of those actors where if 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 the news reports like michael ironside was uh accosted uh today uh, he was picked up thrown in jail for killing three women it's like i knew it oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how you would react to that it's like yeah I, okay i knew I, it I will, I will put good money on that I, I would bet good money that Michael Ironside supplied his own wardrobe for this film. <laughs> See the director? So I want you to go in and change and come out in something creepy. So I got a latex shirt at home. You think that'll work? <laughs> yeah. Actually, I'm wearing it right now. I can uh, write, okay, I can write Michael. that off, right? <laughs> bet you the switchblade was his, too. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, if they swab that for DNA, they might There's have just a surprise. Un something unsettling about that motherfucker. He was the best part of V. <laughs> really, the best part of V. Uh, yeah. The the the. I didn't watch a lot of that show, but. But right. you know, his yeah, character. Oh yeah. Just that kind of yeah. <laughs> now the aliens are attacking. I'm a good guy. <laughs> 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 uh and he hasn't done a lot uh like he's kind of laid back uh you know the acting but mm -hmm. he uh a movie that he was in that i was surprised to see him in because it was one of those where it's like oh wow i haven't seen this guy in a while was the machinist he was uh he was in that the, he was really the new good one in that. the one with christian bale oh that okay that i'm thinking of yeah, different machinist. All right. Is there another machinist? Yeah. Yeah, there is, is there? another machinist. Oh, yeah. Okay. But no, I'm thinking the mechanic. Sorry, that's what I'm saying. I, oh, the mechanic. The mechanic and then the remake of the mechanic. But uh, I I've, never, see, I've never seen either one of those. It's one of those. Um, the original mechanic. you got to see that. That's um, that's uh, Charles Bronson as a, mm -hmm. an assassin, and he takes on uh, Mr. Iron, Iron Wolf, Airwolf. Oh, um, Airwolf. Uh, what the fuck's his name? Yeah, he's, he's got three names. First, middle, Yeah, last. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look it up. 
<laughs> but he takes him on as a protege, and it's about an assassin, a lonely assassin taking on... Jan, uh, Jan Michael Vincent. Jan Michael That's Vincent, it. right. Pulled that Mr. one out of my ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't a even favorite, look that shit a, up. A favorite of 70s and 80s television and touch oh, yeah. screen. That guy's been through more shit. He should be dead, but he's not. He really should be dead. Yes. <laughs> he's been through some shit. But, yeah, I mean, I know he's sidetracked, but I, I would definitely feel comfortable giving this a five. Okay. Uh, you know, I, 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 yeah, I think so. I think so. Five it's, is good. If, if there was more parrot in it, it'd get a six. If there was some more parrot, you know, it's like, <laughs> I'm not going to do the parrot again, but if there was more parrot, yeah, sure. I agree with that. Maybe, maybe, like, maybe the parrot, uh, was the real killer. <laughs> that would be right, a twist. You deserved it. All right, you deserved it. All right, whore. All right, all right. <laughs> Mommy was a slut. Huh? Oh, shit. If he did what you were told, right, you'd be alive. If he did what you were told, right, you'd be alive. <laughs> we better stop while we're ahead. Yeah, let's do that. All right. Challenge to you. Yes. Uh, it's a Lee Grant film. All right. And it's you, you'll never guess it. Okay. If I gave you an actor, you'd guess it. You know, that. so it's my absolute... You might guess it from this. It's my absolute favorite romantic comedy ever. It's the only one I like. It's the only one I ever watch. Came out in 1991, and she plays the lawyer um, that is uh, prosecuting Albert Brooks. Oh, you're you're challenging me defending your life? I am challenging you to defending your life. But but uh, but you like it? I love it. But why? why, Wait 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 wait. But I can see people thinking it's a bad film. Like, you could watch it and take away, "Eh, this movie sucks. So, yes, I really enjoy the film. I hold it dear to my heart. Uh, But I could definitely see somebody like you not not liking it or having an issue with it. I mean, what was the film you challenged me to not that long ago where you loved it and I don't love it? Well, yeah, but, 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 but usually when I do that, it's still kind of a bad film. Oh, don't get me wrong. Defending Your Life didn't win any awards. <laughs> All right, so, wait, I, I mean, and I, I'm not arguing with your choice, but you're telling me you got Lee Grant, Miss Disaster film. Yeah. And you chose Romantic Defending Comedy your life. instead. I did. Okay. I mean, what, when am I going to get another chance to, to, to challenge Defending Your Life? Because I didn't know she was in this film, and I saw her, and I'm like, this person looks familiar as all hell. And then I saw her name, and I'm like, holy shit, she was in Defending Your Life. I mean, amongst other things. But, uh, I mean, I'm not going to challenge you to Wanted Dead or Alive. Even though I'd like to review that film, I like that one too. I think you like that one too as well. Oh, sure, yeah. I just thought... Defending Your Life would be a good back and forth because I know it inside and out. I don't know. Do you want okay. me to challenge you to something else? It sounds like you don't want it. 
I, I just it just sounds like kind of a I mean there's I don't know uh, it, it just is it just doesn't sound that exciting of a challenge. Oh my god! No, I mean it's it's like it's a romantic comedy. It's it's. Mm-hmm. I I just thought you'd give me something that at least was a bit more bad. More b- badder, more badder. I was you know I was very excited about this challenge. Apparently I'm not sorry. anymore. I don't. I don't want to rain on your your parade here. You're raining on it. I know. I don't want to, but all right. I mean, you you're another, talking about I'll get a woman you another been, goddamn challenge. I mean, you're talking about a woman that was in the swarm. Yes, I know what she was in. She was also in V. Well, I didn't know that. Airport seventy seven. I mean. She was in V2? Oh, that's cool. Uh, oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. The screenwriter, Brian Taggart, did oh. V. Well, that makes sense. I mean, she it? could have been in V. I wouldn't be surprised. Hmm. I'm sorry. I, I don't mean to... Well, it's I'm just, not going to be able to find anything else right now and make it good, so... How about we'll make it defending your life, and then I'll give you something better, and we'll we'll announce it during the week. Well, how about how about this? Uh, me, how, how about I bring back our? Uh, we'll do defending your life. I just think it's going to be a short review. I don't I don't think we're going to have too much to well, really go into detail on I mean, it. Th- this review was fifty five minutes. I mean, right? Okay. I didn't think it was going to last that long. Let's put it that way. All right, we can do defending your life. Well, no, you. We were going to do something else, then defending your life. No, let's just do defending your life, and you know, we'll uh, we'll see where that takes us. I'll get you a different challenge. No, no, no. we'll do. We'll do. I don't. I, no, we'll do defending your life. Nah, it's not, I can, it sounds. I, fun. I, I, I can tell when you're not into it. It's fine. <laughs> no, it sounds fun. It's not fun. Not for me anymore. It was gonna I'm sorry. be. <laughs> anyway, all right. Let's go ahead and end the show. On a uh, down note, sorry. It's fine. It's all right. It's just it's just a movie podcast. <laughs> it's all it is. <laughs> Don't give me the sad face. I get the sad face from everybody. That's because you make people sad. <sighs> no, 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 no. It's because I'm strict. It's my way or the highway. People get sad. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> anyway, that's what I tell myself. Uh... <laughs> Uh, this is episode 137 of Movie Sucktastic. Please go to our website at moviesucktastic.com and download our shows there. You can listen to them uh, from the site. You can watch the show live using the live stream app that we have. You can go to livestream.com slash moviesucktastic and you can do the same thing there. You can go to iTunes and you can download the shows. You can leave us reviews on that as well. You can leave us voicemail at 908-514-4470. You can email us, themovieguys at moviesucktastic.com, and you can go to our Tumblr page at moviesucktastic.tumblr.com, facebook.com slash moviesucktastic. You can do all of that. You can do a search for us at your favorite search engine, moviesucktastic, and we come up everywhere. And that's about it. All right. 
Do you have any parting words? Any wisdom? Just, just, I'm sorry, Joey. <laughs> it's it's alright. I'll get over it. It's fine. Talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.